0: This is Monday Mindset with Isha Warriors, episode 107. This will change how you feel in your body. Aloha, my name is Ali Lothane. I've been empowering and inspiring others through yoga for over 15 years, specializing in yoga for teens. If you are ready to live life to the fullest, and love it along the way, let's enjoy the journey together. Guten Tag to my friends in Frankfurt, Germany. Hello to all you other beautiful people listening all over the world. I am so grateful to be with you today. Uh, Last week, I talked about how developing a grateful mindset And expressing gratitude was the most powerful and effective way to change how you view your body, how you see yourself. I want to remind you that that shift takes time. It takes consistency. Isn't just a one-time miracle pill that you take and everything's changed, right? I've always tried to cultivate the attitude of gratitude. If you've been a listener for some time, you know that about two years ago, I started my own business, Isha Warriors Yoga for Teens. And with that came a boatload of new responsibilities, new tasks that took up my time, and a huge technology learning curve, like tsunami wave size curve. Like I can't even, I can't even. And with all of that came stress. The link between prolonged stress and weight gain is real, y'all. And I'll probably do a whole podcast on it down the road. But for now, I just want to include one link in the show notes. So if you want to deep dive into that, you can. But there I was about a year or so of being a small business owner. And I was the same weight I was when I was 10 months pregnant with my fourth child And then the weight just did not want to come back off again. I was like, what is happening right now? I struggled with feeling positive about my body image as I tried to put on jeans that no longer fit and put on shirts that now hugged me uncomfortably. In episode 102, I shared with you about my aha moment in the dressing room of H&M. And I truly believe that aha moment happened because of two factors. Factor number one was that months before standing in that dressing room, I intentionally decided to step up my gratitude game. I have a small journal. It's called Five Years at a Glance, and it sits on my nightstand. Each day in the journal, you have a small space to just share a snippet about your day. And on that same page, you can see what you wrote on the same day four years ago, two years ago, right? It's really cool. Despite the space being limited, I decided instead of kind of just writing my usual little snippet about the day, that I would start each entry with something I was grateful for, even if it took up all the lines allotted for the day. And I would try to do it first thing in the morning. Now that didn't always happen. I'm still doing it. It doesn't always happen. But what does happen every single day is that I start every entry with the words, I am grateful for. For months now, I've listed people I'm grateful for, places I'm grateful for, experiences I'm grateful for, and also aspects of my body that I am grateful for. I look back and I see entries like, I am so grateful I was able to walk three miles today. It's the first time I've done that since my foot injury and all those feelings of gratitude wash over me. Like that remembering of how good it felt to be able to walk again after that injury, or I am so grateful. I'm strong enough to carry my six, seven year old up to her room, or I'm grateful. I've been able to maintain good health. So many people are out sick this week. I have seen firsthand how cultivating gratitude every single day has helped me pay attention, more attention to the positive, helped me cope with frustrations I have felt about my body. And most of all, it has reminded me what a gift our physical bodies are. And it's motivated me to treat my body like a gift. Making gratitude a priority has definitely helped me look at my body with more reverence and love and less toxic emotions. If you haven't started looking for things to be grateful for and writing those things down, whether it is in a one-time list, you just dump onto a page or like me, try to write down one thing a day, do it, do it today. Factor number two is what today's podcast is all about. Because here's the thing. I discovered that even though I started seeing my body as a gift, I still felt not like myself in my body. I felt thick and heavy. And this made me feel uncomfortable in my own skin. Now you might be thinking, okay, Ali, you gained a significant amount of weight. You literally were heavier. Like no wonder you felt heavy, right? And I will tell you though, incorporating a practice of what I'm going to share with you today changed how I felt in my body Despite the fact that the number on the scale didn't change, and I'm still wearing a pair of jeans two sizes bigger than I did a couple years ago, because of factor number two, I feel different inside my body. Do you understand what I mean by that? Does that phrase seem odd to you? In this day and age of constantly being plugged into an electronic device or a distraction, and I'm right there with you. We have become so separated from our physical bodies. It's like we're just driving them around the same way we do our cars and we don't pay attention to them until something breaks down. When you eat, are you really tasting your food and enjoying it? When you lounge around or sit for long periods of time, what does your body feel like? When you get moving, what does it feel like? One of the reasons yoga is magic is because of the constant body scanning you do throughout a routine. I have never found another form of movement that helps me get in tune with what my body feels like while doing the exercise and what emotions surface while doing the exercise like I have with yoga. I'm not saying it doesn't exist, just in my own personal experience. That is one of the reasons why yoga is magic. Where do I feel resistance and tightness? Where do I feel sore? When do I feel weak? When do I feel strong and confident? What does it feel like when I take a slow, deep breath? In yoga, you're always the silent observer, noticing without judgment. And this practice on the mat has helped me be more in tune with what my body feels like off the mat in the day-to-day. Our body, minds, and spirit are interconnected and practicing being in our bodies rather than in our heads can give us more joy in every aspect of our lives. I still have a long way to go. I hope you will join me in mindfully trying to connect with and listen to our bodies more. What does my body feel like? This is a question that I invite you to ask yourself more often. Michelle Obama once said, being a healthy woman isn't about getting on a scale or measuring your waistline. We need to start focusing on what matters, on how we feel and how we feel about ourselves. Notice her emphasis on the word feel. Months ago, in addition to keeping a daily gratitude journal, I decided to focus on doing things that made me feel physically strong and I made it a priority in my schedule. So I was consistently showing up for myself. The consistency part has always been such a challenge for me and I believe many of you can relate to this as the demands on our schedules constantly change and our motivation wavers or something unexpected pops up. We're just not feeling it, right? Maybe we're just not feeling it that day. Make focusing on things that help you feel strong physically a priority. That is factor number two. The transformation of how I felt in my body was huge. So impactful that when I created my six-week teen yoga body positivity series, I knew that the mantra I am strong had to be one of the themes in the weeks. Focusing on developing a grateful heart and a strong body are key in reshaping our relationship with our bodies. Steve Maraboli once said, by choosing healthy over skinny, you are choosing self-love over self-judgment. You are beautiful. When it comes to exercise, I've always just always believed that you work out because you love your body not because you hate it but so often we do not take the time to find the movement that is truly honoring to where we're at physically right where our physical body is at right now doing a movement that honors that or we don't really enjoy what we're doing We exercise for reasons that are not self loving or beneficial to us in the long run. What kind of movement helps you feel strong in your body? Do you like moving to a fast beat like dancing? Do you like slow, fluid movements like Tai Chi? Is weightlifting your jam? Do you need to be playing with a team or including a friend on your bike ride to find enjoyment in movement? Do you prefer to go for a walk alone? Do you need to sign up for an in-person class in your community? Or do you prefer to stay at home and work out? Do you need to do something that has a specific purpose like shoveling, raking, digging up weeds? Or for you, does feeling strong start with choosing to walk up one flight of stairs instead of taking the elevator? or doing something like chair yoga with me that builds strength without having to get up and down off the mat. There is no right or wrong answer. There is what is right for you. You are the only one who can figure out what movement is going to be best for you and the most enjoyable for you so you actually stick with it. Next week, you will hear how lifting weights became Emma's saving grace in her battle for orthorexia. And the week after, how volleyball has influenced Stacy's entire life. What is your favorite way to feel strong? There are so many free resources out there that you can tap into. So stop making excuses and start moving your body For me, focusing on things that made me feel strong has involved adding a bar class twice a week and power yoga twice a week. When I do bar, I tap into my inner ballet dancer who loves a hip hop beat. I feel graceful and beautiful. I feel toned and strong. And it's not because I magically sprouted muscles after one session. It is how I feel in my body Doing the exercise. And when I do power yoga, I have to be really careful. I have to get really in tune with what my body can do from day to day, week to week. I will tell you, it totally varies. So be mindful of that. When you show up for yourself, really show up for yourself that day. What kind of other physical activity did you do this week? Are you feeling less energy this day? Right? Listen to your body. Be careful. When you focus on getting stronger, you need to be careful or you can injure yourself. Remember, you are focusing on doing things to feel strong because you love your body. So don't put pressure on yourself and overdo it. You have nothing to prove. Here I am at the age of 44 doing advanced yoga poses I've never even attempted before in my life. And with the support of instructors and using props like blocks and straps, I am crushing them little by little. It is so much fun. When I do power yoga or a bar class and my muscles are shaking, I feel strong knowing that the shake I feel today is developing the strength I need for tomorrow. Oprah Winfrey once said, where there is no struggle, there is no strength. So don't be scared to try something that feels like a struggle to begin with. Don't be afraid to try things that you feel awkward doing to begin with. I am so, so grateful that over 20 years ago, my husband chose to keep doing swing dancing, even though he initially felt so clumsy and uncomfortable. We have enjoyed so many years of connecting in that way because he let go of his pride and chose to do something out of his comfort zone. What kind of movement helps you feel strong in your body? Within weeks of focusing on exercise that helped me feel strong, instead of feeling thick and heavy, I felt strong and lean. I felt attractive, sexy, and confident. I felt more comfortable in my own skin. Not because of dramatic changes on the scale, because there weren't any, or a dropping of a pant size, because all these months later, I still haven't. It is because I am moving my body in a way that helps me feel strong. And that has made all the difference. Sherry Kate Erdman once said, healthy emotions come in all sizes. Healthy minds come in all sizes and healthy bodies come in all sizes. Bobby Brown said, how I feel about myself is more important than how I look. Feeling confident, being comfortable in your own skin. That's what really makes you beautiful. And I say a hundred percent, a hundred percent to that. I want you to think of Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson. They're one of the most famous duos of all time based on novels that were written in like 1880. Okay. Sherlock's success as a detective comes from his uncanny ability to gather evidence based on his own skills of observation and deductive reasoning. Dr. Watson, with his more personal nature, assists as the perfect counterpart and sounding board. There was no crime they couldn't puzzle out, no code they couldn't crack. I want you to think of developing gratitude and physical strength as your own personal dynamic team. Focusing on these things may just give you exactly what you need to solve the mystery of how to love your body and yourself more. You don't have to enter the world's strongest man contest or sign up for some extreme course to develop your strength. In fact, I would encourage you to take baby steps. I would encourage you to give yourself a little bit of time, a little bit of grace, and go slow. You have nothing to prove because you are motivated by love. You are showing up to take care of the gift that is your body that you have been given, not to try and show up another person or prove anything to anyone else. So often on TV shows, I hear people saying things like, I'm doing this to make my kids proud. And I can't help but think in my head, I bet your kids were already proud of you. Like, were you proud of you? You know, what's more important? Like, how do you feel about yourself? What if you did it, that contest, that thing, because you think it sounds like fun, right? You love your body and you want to try something new. What if that was the energy behind your motivation to do things? You definitely are going to have less chance of letting someone down or feeling like you're letting someone down if that is your motivation. My 16 year old daughter is taking a strength training class in her school schedule this semester. It's the first time in her life she has lifted a weight. She loves it. She told me the class makes her feel more confident. When I asked her why, she said, because I can do things that I couldn't even do a couple weeks ago. I promise if you give yourself time, support, consistency, and grace, you will surprise yourself by what you can do. You will be proud of how strong you are. You will feel differently in your own skin. You are stronger than you know, more capable than you can fathom, and more loved than you can even imagine. So let's do it. You and I let's continue to develop an attitude of gratitude and let's focus on doing things that physically strengthen our bodies. We can feel differently in our bodies. We can feel confident, feel strong. It's transformative. Come take this journey with me, you guys. I'm so excited for you and the new things you're going to try. the amazing things you're going to do are you ready to feel more empowered in owning your life experience studies have shown that yoga has a positive impact on body image satisfaction Let me help you boost your self-confidence, self-love, and self-care with my six-week body positivity series. Go to IshaWarriors.com now and learn more about a series that could change your life.